The Living Traditions Festival is back Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at Washington Square Park in downtown Salt Lake City. You will find a global food court, live music, performances, art, workshops, Bohemian Brewery, and stuff for kids. Full disclosure, this is my favorite Salt Lake Festival. For details and to see the full program, visit livingtraditionsfestival.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. Here's what Salt Lake's talking about. We are finally getting an H-Mart. The Korean supermarket was made famous by the popular novel Crying in H-Mart. Did you read it? And this begs the question, where are the best places in Salt Lake to cry in public? It's Thursday, August 24th. I'm Allie Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Newsletter editor, Therina Ria, producer, Ivana Martinez. When was your last good public Salt Lake cry and what tipped you over the edge? Therina, you first. <laughs> yes, it was, it was pretty recently. Um, it was with a group of friends at Beaumont Bakery in Mill Creek. Okay. Oh. Shout out to Beaumont. It was over a Nutella croissant. <laughs> we just were talking about stuff like life stuff as you do. And then before you know it, I'm just bawling over my over my sweet Nutella <laughs> croissant. <laughs> Add a little salty to my sweet. Ugh, how long ago was that? It, it wasn't very long ago. It was like a few weeks ago. And I just feel like <laughs> you have those like friends that like even when you're trying to mask, like they notice your energy mm, shift or that yeah. there's something wrong with you. And so my friend Savannah specifically is really good at this. She's so empathetic and caring. So she'll just like look me straight in my eye and be like, are you okay? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I like can't lie to her. <laughs> and then it yeah. will just like open the floodgates. When someone just looks at you in just a certain way and you're just on the precipice, yeah. they look at you and you're like, oh no, here come the waterworks. <laughs> Don't look at me in my eyeballs. <laughs> and it's like a laugh. Like the more you try and hold it back, the worse and more explosive it yeah. becomes. And yes. like the more physically painful it is. The ugly cry. And when you're on the other side of watching someone about to cry too, like that can be very intense because you're like, how I react in this very millisecond is so critical. <laughs> exactly. I hate being on the other end. Any micro response. Because I'm cr also crying. If somebody's crying, I'm also crying. Oh, yeah. Oh. Which is maybe not good. I'm the same way. You like see someone cry and yeah. then you get emotional and then you're both emotional. But maybe that helps because then it like takes the pressure off the person. Like they're, they maybe if they feel bad or like awkward about it. Then if we're all crying, then it then it's good. It's communal. It's like a neutral place. Yeah. Okay. Except everyone can't be like that because given the amount of responses we got from listeners and readers to the question of where to cry in public, if everyone saw someone else cry and then started crying, this whole city would be a <laughs> bathtub. This whole city would be like, like water for chocolate, like a magical realism, just explosion of tears. We would fill the lake. We would fill the Great Salt Lake. Oh my gosh, we would fill the Great Salt Lake. That's right. Apparently, <laughs> with salt water, it'd be perfect. Uh, the Great Salt Tears, <laughs> title of episode. <laughs> Okay, Ivana, when was your last public cry and what tipped you over the edge? I've had a lot of good public cries, but they're kind of like, you know, 
tears just slightly silently dripping down your face like a full full-on sobbing moment was like around last spring it was a very interesting time in my life there was a lot of things coming together there were things coming apart and I was like on my way to Vessel Kitchen and I like was like I'm holding it together it's been a really bad day and I go into Vessel I pick up my like order because I'm like get it together Ivana like get it together I walk back to my car and I realize that I don't have hummus and like <gasps> the waterworks are here. Like that was not the cause of, of this, you know, tearful emotion, but it was definitely the tipping point. And then I like got into the Smith's parking lot because you can never find parking on 900. And I like drove myself. And at one point I just like parked at the first Unitarian church on 1300 because I was as close as I got to my house with, I was like, I need to stop. Yeah. And I sat on the corner. They have a lovely little bench area there. And I just was like full on sobbing on the side of the road, just watching cars pass by with like <laughs> my, my dinner. Oh, the hummus did it. The hummus was the final domino. It really was. <laughs> I mean, the risk of crying at a church is that I feel like someone inside might be like, let's go get her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, funnily enough, my best friend has like my location and she had like called me in that same way that we were talking about earlier that, you know, where you're like your friends just know when, you know, you can't you really hide your emotions. And she pulls up with her dog and I'm like full on sobbing, tears in my face, just sitting crisscross applesauce on the bench. And then she's like, hi there. (laughs) Oh, That's so nice. The thing that just like tips you over, why does I feel like it's often food related? (laughs) Maybe because when we're hungry, we just like don't have the tools to cope as well. And so it's usually like has to do with food acquisition, I feel like is usually what. My last, I guess, semi-public cry was actually three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) I was just having one of those days where everything was going wrong and I was getting into my car and I had parked my car in my parking spot, like too close to the wall. Mm -hmm. And so when I went to open the car door, it hit my lip, which then hit my Invisalign, my lower Invisalign and caused my inner lip to start bleeding. And it was not like a severe break of skin. You know, I didn't look like a hockey player. Like it was very minor tear. But man, that was your hummus. Waterworks, <laughs> waterworks. And I didn't even get in the car. I just clasped my hands over the top of the car window and like leaned my head onto the car window in sort of a prayer position and just let her rip. <laughs> Talk about church. I mean, this begs the question, is crying in a movie a public cry? Because the lights are off. It's dark. No one necessarily knows you're crying. I mean, there have been some movies where I've been heaving (laughs) to the degree that certainly everyone knew I was crying. But like, I'll sit in the Broadway on a Sunday night and cry. Yeah. At least once a month. I feel like it's a socially acceptable place to cry. Like if you if you do need a good cry and you're just like, I want to go out and have a good cry. a, A movie theater is a good place because it is like kind of private. Um, and then people won't come up to you usually because it's like, you know, people are okay with you crying in the theater. Right. And you've been coaxed into it like that. I, that's yeah. such an important point is like I feel like when we think about the public cry, the reaction that it often elicits from people around you is like this. What do we do? It's discomfort. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, should I go up to them or do we keep walking? <laughs> uh, 
uh oh. Whereas like in a movie theater, it's like, she's got this. <laughs> she needed this. <laughs> She'll get it together by the end. Okay, well on on that note, what are some of the best places to drop tier in this city? And what makes them good? Ivana? My favorite spot happens to be Faultline Gardens. It's kind of this little tucked away pocket park in Salt Lake and I used to go there a lot. I used to live really close by and it just it's just a very lovely place. I think it's so funny. The other day I went over and you have this panoramic view of the city skyline and it's one of the best places to watch a sunset. And I had the funny experience of going there the other day. And there were like these different people like all scattered around this tiny little park, given there's like these like swings, this little almost hill. And every one of us, you could just tell that like we were all just going through something and you can just like we're not interacting, but we're kind of conscious of each other. And it's it's kind of a very like walking, stepping into that environment. I was like, wow, we're all really just here, like going through it. And I think it's a great place to see to like not only see a sunset, but to like kind of let yourself cry. Are there swings there? Yeah, there are. They're like these two swings. Okay. A swing cry is like, yeah, that's cinematic. <laughs> it will like naturally blow your tears away from the wind, the gust. <laughs> like one hand on the, on the swing and you're just like, your head is... Lean your head against the chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Okay, I'm going to go there. <laughs> Catch me crying at Fault Line Park. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about you, Therina? Where do you go? I I love, I don't know if I love it, but I have cried at so many restaurants. Because oh. there's something about restaurants and food places that like feel like oddly intimate because I, I think maybe it's just because you're like gathering with your loved ones like over a meal. So it feels like a safe place, even though you're in a very public place and also your server is coming up to you a lot. <laughs> so so it is a little bit awkward, but I, I, I've I cried at a lot of restaurants. Is there a category? Because you are known for categorizing your restaurants on this show <laughs> as the creator of the four degrees of brunch. <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably nice if it's like a dimmer lit restaurant. It's better if it's not like bright and um but and it's better if it's like bustling like you know there are things Mm. that like people because if it's like dead quiet and you're bawling it could get awkward maybe like a greasy spoon like thinking like over the counter diner like blue plate back in the day rest in peace blue plate would be good like you're in a booth so you can kind of turn in if you want a little bit of privacy And also if it's too nice of a restaurant and you're crying, like, you know how sometimes at really nice restaurants, the server is kind of taking responsibility for your experience in a way where they might be like, they might come over and be like, was there a problem with the food? Are you, and really you kind of just want to be left alone. Are you crying over the food? (laughs) At D's, I feel like if you're sitting there with a black coffee and a slice of pie, no one's going to be like, it must be the pie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, D's. Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. 
Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons, maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. Spring is when leases expire, and if you're looking for a new or better apartment situation, here's the scoop at Ico Fort Union. Fort Union is Ico's newest build in Cottonwood Heights off 1300 East and 6720 South. And as they say in real estate, location, location, location. Ico Fort Union puts you 10 minutes from the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon and central to all the Fort Union shops and restaurants, but the complex is located on a dead-end street, so you get peace. Ico Fort Union offers studio, one, two, and three-bedroom apartment homes, plus these very cool three-bedroom work-live apartments, so if you're starting something new, you can live above your business space. Amenities include a pet spa, a spin loft, a bike hub, and EV charging stations. And they are signing leases right now. So visit liveatfortunion.com for a tour. Are there terrible places to let her rip? Like, what's the worst scenario for being caught in tears? I like that you said let her rip. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to come up with all these euphemisms for cry. I was was thinking about this. I think maybe the dentist. Oh. Because maybe there could be, like, some confusion. Like, maybe they would think that they're hurting you. Like, if you start (laughs) crying while they're in your mouth, they're like, oh, is that too much? Um, (laughs) That could be, like, yeah. That's what I think. Because otherwise, I'm like, Ivana, like, I'm just an emotional person, so I don't think that there is, like, a bad place necessarily. Like, if I need to cry, I'm just going to cry. But, yeah, that could cause some confusion at the dentist. I think sometimes it's not so much of the place, but the people that you are in front of Yeah. in your place of work. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, a very vulnerable thing to be crying and to cry kind of publicly. And sometimes that's really difficult. At least personally, like, I don't like crying at work. I'll do it in the parking lot. Right. (laughs) I'll get in the car and have a good scream. Yeah, 100%. That's my favorite thing to do. Well, vulnerability is often mistaken for weakness. And I think in a workplace, like, you don't want to show weakness because it could have a very real impact on your actual career, which has an impact on your livelihood. Like, the domino effect of messing up in some way at work is just so much more severe. I guess I would say, like, the place I never want to be crying is probably just like in front of someone I want to think that I'm doing better than I was when I first knew them. (laughs) Right? Like whoever in your life you want to think you're thriving, like that's probably who you don't want to be crying in front of. I don't want to cry at Trader Joe's because everyone's hot. (laughs) I know, right? But maybe that, maybe actually that's a good thing to to cry because I feel like they're they would hold you. They'd probably like give you a free bouquet. They'd be like, we're paid to do this, ma'am. Let me hold you while you while you shop for your groceries. Because they like really want you to be okay. We actually had someone submit via our Instagram story 
that Trader Joe's is a great place to cry because their sister had been crying in there after her dog died <gasps> and someone bought her a bouquet of flowers. Oh my so God, that's so I cute. Know. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we should all go cry at Trader Joe's and maybe someone cute will buy you a bouquet Exactly. <laughs> you know, the foundation of a healthy relationship is manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's the new method of dating is just going to the Trader Joe's and crying. Yeah. The New York Times like parachute reporting that's like a, a new alarming new trend in Salt Lake City. Millennials are crying in Trader Joe's. <laughs> that's how I met my husband. <laughs> we, we met right there in the aisle. Right in the frozen section. Yeah, right in the frozen section. I have to tell you guys, we so we asked listeners and readers, Therina, you put a call out in the newsletter. Ivana and I tweeted from the CityCast account. We put it on our Instagram like, hey, Salt Lake. Where is the best place for a good public cry in this city? We had, I stopped counting this morning because we had things to do. We had more than 120 emails, tweets, and DMs as of this morning, which tells me that this is a city where people are feeling deeply. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I want to share with you some of my faves. So in rapid succession here with just a few that stood out to me. First of all, general theme is like parks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say 25% of the responses we got were Liberty Park, the top of the hill. Yes. I love that place. With the ducks. That's my favorite place. A great view. Yeah. That's on my list. I was surprised how few people said in your car, like, or in a driveway, because I think that's obvious, but maybe you don't think of that as public. being necessarily public. Yeah. Someone said the upper level of the City Creek Harmons, which I completely agree with. Like, a lot of little nooks up there. And then you can get a treat. Yeah, and you can get a treat after. This one I thought was really curious, and I feel like is linked to a deeply personal tale that I wish this person had expanded upon. The Arby's on 400 South. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the curly fries. I get it. I completely get it. I've had emotional experiences at that Arby's as well. Really? Something about that <laughs> there Arby's. You go. Of course, we can always count on Salt Lakers to be shady about the gateway. Alicia S. said, Gateway Plaza, because it's always empty anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Ghost town. <laughs> Shame. You see, like, tumbleweeds, like, going through the gateway. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was cute. If you want comfort from a 20-year-old girl, Temple Square. Oh, oh a missionary. A 19-year-old missionary. Some political responses. Spencer Cox's office, the Capitol during ledge sesh. Totally get that. On my list, 100%. The donuts in Delhi on State Street. Oh. oh. Any experience? No. Not there yet. No? But I need it. Yeah. That sounds like a great time, a donut and a cry. Yeah, let's do that next. One that also really resonated with me is walking on Main Street with sunglasses. I do think some of my best public cries are in motion. It's like, mm -hmm. I need to go for a walk. I need to walk this thing out. And then, you know, you get 20 feet into your walk and you're like, I'm crying. Yeah. But people don't know. Um, here's a do it for the plot sort of response. <laughs> the SLC airport. I love the drama yes, of it. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. I have a lot of <laughs> feelings because I think it's one of the perfect places where you can get so publicly emotional. And it often is because you're either saying hello or you're saying goodbye. 
I'm thinking about the last time I had dropped off my best friend to go to med school. And I was just having like a very public cry. We're just holding each other in the airport. And it's like, okay, like no one's going to bother you. No one's going to question you. I think it's a fabulous place to cry. This last one I want to share that's also transit related, I feel like is kind of a good listener response to end on here. I-15. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. That is pure Americana crying on the highway. That is like Simon and Garfunkel, like American longing. Like that's it right there, I think. An I-15 cry. When the sun set. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's the good news is they're about to repaint the lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that it's so if it rains. So, even if your vision is getting blurred <laughs> from being in a sobbing state, you know, you'll know that you're still in the lane. So thanks, you Dot and Spencer Cox for for repainting the lanes. That's actually why they did it. Yeah. Well, OK. I actually have to say, like one response that we got that I thought was incredibly thoughtful and kind of maybe the thesis of this episode was, All places are crying places. Mm -hmm. And amen to that. So I want to ask you both, just, you know, for listeners who might be out in these streets and see one of you in tears (laughs) and not know how to react just so we can all get prepared. How do you want strangers to react when you're in a public cry? I feel like it was different when I was younger and like an angsty teen and like I just got in a fight with my mom and I wanted to be out of my house to cry. I wanted to be left alone. But now that I am an adult, I think it it just is so endearing when a stranger comes up to you and, and is like, hey, are you okay? It just shows you like the best of humanity and like that connection with, with people, even if you don't know them and like caring for them is just like really special. So I like it. Yeah, you feel seen. Yeah. What about you, Ivana? Do you want to be approached or do you want to be left in peace? I think there are times for both. I think sometimes, like as you mentioned, Thania, I think there have been a couple moments where I've been kind of crying. And I like to check in with people a lot. So if I see someone, I'm like, how can I help you? Like, you know, and sometimes people want to be left alone. But it's really nice when you have a stranger just come in and be like, hey, how are you? And and it takes your mind off of the thing, you know? And I think that could be a really beautiful thing to just, yeah. you know, have yeah. that connection. Do you think that that normalizes it? Because I think that we think about, like, New York City and it being normalized there is that, like, you can just cry anywhere and nobody will go up to you <laughs> and they'll just actually just ignore you and, like, won't even look at you at all. Yeah. But in Salt Lake, like, would it be, like more normalizing if people came up to you more or if they just left you alone? Like what would normalize it here? I've thought about this a lot because it feels like you can't ever dissect anything in this city without the lens of the small lake city of it all. Oh my God, You know, and so it's like, yeah, in theory, I want someone to see me and acknowledge that I'm a you know, a flesh and bone human person that's going through something. And I think that can be really community building. But at the same time, because around any given corner in this city could be (laughs) your boss, your dentist, your ex-girlfriend, your like (laughs) a friend you just fought with, like you also sometimes want to indulge in privacy. And like, it is a reminder that you don't really have it here in public. Like, And so I'm like, don't remind me how visible I am. Because, like, you could be anyone (laughs) that I know. 
That's why the sunglasses are so good, incognito. The sunglasses are clutch. I often think about this because I'm like, where am I? Who is like here in this space? Right. And yeah, and like sometimes you, it, it is like one of those things where you're like, oh, I actually do not want people to come up to me. It's like, ignore me. But you can't really hide in this city. I guess it raises the question, like, does crying in public necessarily mean you're not okay? I think we still have that stigma around it because, yeah, like if you ran into somebody that you were like an acquaintance with and they were bawling, you're just like, ooh, maybe they're not okay. Um, yeah. And that's kind of dumb. So we just have to like stop thinking that way. <laughs> we have <laughs> right. to destigmatize it. Like every emotion, we should feel it all. Lean into it. Lean in. That's right. Newsletter editor Therina Ria and producer Ivana Martinez. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ali. Thanks for crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we could not fit all of the reader and listener recommendations we received for where to cry in public in this episode. So we made a map. That's right, the official CityCast Salt Lake map for where to cry in public. Now you can see if there's a good spot nearby the next time the tears start welling up. At the very least, it is a joy to browse. And yes, the location of the soon-to-be Korean supermarket H-Mart in West Jordan is on there. Though we still don't have an opening date. The map is linked in our show notes for you. It's also on our Instagram page at CityCastSLC. If you look through it and see that we missed your favorite spot, it's not too late to submit. You can send us a text at 801-203-0137 or leave a comment on our Instagram page and uh, we'll get you added. That is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye.